0: Welcome to Jumpstart, everybody. I'm Mark Hinman, lead pastor at Hillcrest Church in Jamestown, New York. This is episode 28 of the podcast that's all about giving us the boost we need to keep us moving forward in the way of Jesus so that we can be more motivated and focused on Him and less empty and miserable in life. And again today, my co-host Lucas Lassinger is with me off in Rochester. We're doing this over Zoom again. Hi, Lucas.
1: Hey, how are you doing? I'm doing all right. I had a busy week, but um, a good one. How about you? Hey, you're just back from Washington D.C. All I did was take an anatomy exam, but you were at the Capitol. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Walking the National yeah. Mall. I was. We I
0: went down there for a for a church meeting, and yeah, my wife went along, and we got a couple extra days just to walk around and enjoy some of the sights and scenes. But. Yeah, so you're coming off a of,
1: uh coming off of exam we'll say. Right? Yeah, I, I know all about the muscles in the body now, or at least I hope I did uh back a couple of days ago. We'll see when the comes out. we'll find out. All right. Hey, so what are we going to talk about today? Yeah, so we started a new series last week. It's called Living Life on Purpose, uh, and Great. we're kind of in a time where a lot of people seem to be changing jobs or looking for new directions in life, whether it's people coming towards the end of college, as I am, or maybe COVID sprung up a desire to go start something new. And uh, it's one of my favorite things that we do is, is a series like this because we have guests on, so we don't have to talk as much. Yeah, and uh, today, we're very lucky to have a uh, guest with us, uh, Sheriff. Jim Quattrone, welcome to the podcast.
2: Thank you very much, uh, Pastor Mark and Lucas. Uh, looking forward to
1: this. Yeah, we're looking forward to having you. So I'll, I'll have you know, we're, when you preach on a Sunday morning, it's the only Sunday I still tune into Hillcrest online. So if I, you know, I oh, pulled up wow. every morning and if I see if you're there, then I'll watch. Otherwise with Pastor Mark, not oh, we're you just no way. <laughs> but
0: you know, Lucas, I really used to like you. I got to tell you. I know. <laughs>
1: Um, and many people probably know you from being sheriff, being around town at all different events. I know I've seen you constantly you're at the schools or you're, you're doing something. So could you share a little bit more, though, about your family and the other aspects of your life outside of work?
2: Sure. I'm um, married to Nancy. We've been uh, actually this year we're celebrating our 30th anniversary. Um, we, we have uh, four kids. And unfortunately, only one lives around here. Abby is our youngest. Jennifer is our oldest, uh, who's buried and has our one and only grandson, Rowan. And they live in Memphis with uh, Jen's husband, uh, Blake. Uh, CJ and Allison live in Tampa, uh, who just got married last Saturday. And then uh- we have uh, Sam and Katie who are in the army. And uh, actually, I think Pastor Mark, appreciate this. They met at Cedarville, the uh, uh, land. Yeah. I, I heard that's the place to go get married. Well, uh, you, you bring can find their spouses there, as yes. I justify. Yes. So, yeah, so, that's, uh, you know, and so we see the family growing, but the, I say, unfortunately, they're all over the place. Uh, um, the rest of my immediate family, all of about uh, 70 of them, you know, with my brothers and sisters and nieces and nephews, they all live within about a 10 mile radius. So wow. at least we have most of them right around here.
0: That's great. So uh, Jim, we have a, a kind of a theme verse we've locked into for this series. It comes out of Proverbs nineteen twenty one, which which uh, Solomon says many are the plans in a person's heart, but it is the Lord's purpose that prevail. And, you know, I, I'm just curious. I mean, you've been sheriff now for, for a while. Um, but, is this something that you had planned to do or pl- dreamed of doing? Is this uh, so, the goal for you?
2: Absolutely. And I kind of going back, I, I, I decided I wanted to be a police officer when I was about five or six years old. Hmm. Before that, I wanted to be the garbage man. Uh, I wanted to be just like Bud Beekner, who was my garbage man. And uh, in my mind, every time he picked up our garbage, he stopped and had lunch with me. I'm, I'm told that happened one time. But I, I tell people every time he picked up our garbage, he had lunch with me. But um, But I really think it was because of the respect he showed me. He treated me just like a regular person, even though I was only five, six years old. And, but then my dad was a police chief and a lot of his officers would stop by and, and, and likewise treat me with that respect factor. Mm. Might be because my dad was their boss, but they all showed me the, the respect. And that's where I decided I wanted to be law enforcement. Pursued that uh, through college. It was 1987, as I shared, I, I interviewed uh, at the sheriff's office with the uh, Sheriff Bentley. And uh, when I asked what my goal was, I boldly told him I wanted to sit in his chair. And, uh, uh, all right. I, thankfully, he appreciated appreciated that, um, which that, that was a goal. And, you know, as we talked, you know, through my my career, I just wasn't seeing that as going to be an opportunity. You know, I always wanted to be able to, if I ran for sheriff, run for sheriff, not with a worry about getting reelected, but with being able to make choices that were based on the right decisions, not on somebody's vote. And, and that I was told by a wise, uh, one of my instructors one time to retire to something and not from something. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I had that opportunity back in 2016 to retire from the sheriff's office uh, in 2016, 2017, and uh, retired from the sheriff's office to go run the Yukon uh, City mission.
0: Right. And that was a big transition for you and really excited for you. That seems like a great, a great fit for um, I, your skills and abilities. I
2: absolutely loved it. I, I, did everything fall into place for that um, you know that's that's where we look at this verse uh, and from Proverbs it it really makes sense I, a lot of people that i worked with had no idea that that was going to happen i don't know that i had an idea that was going to happen until after 2006 7 when i studied with chuck colson and then uh, 2010 is when we started UCAN as a a day program, um, just working with people who are getting out of jail, prison and rehab and trying to prevent them from going back because it's such a high recidivism rate right across the country. And uh, it was just a day program. But uh, then 2016 is when the mission came available and we uh, decided that it was important to have a, a residential
0: program. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> and and you were there about a year and a half, though, and, and then you transitioned into a sheriff. So how did that come about?
2: Absolutely. I uh, was there for a year and a half. We got the building uh, remodeled with the help of, I can't even, countless volunteers from around the community. Um, Stan Culver, as we know, um, was very instrumental. He was like the clerk of the works for us, always keeping things organized. And uh, But I was sitting there and I always would invite uh, law enforcement into the Mission for Coffee because I wanted our guests there to see law enforcement officers as, as people. And not just as their enemies. And one day, one of my retired canine officers came to have a cup of coffee with me, invited me up to Lysandreau's for lunch, and we had a discussion about running for sheriff. And I, you know, the timing was right. <clears throat> and I was able to, for the first few months um, of the campaign year, I worked both. And then the, in May, took a leave of absence from the admission into to run full-time as, as a campaign to, to get elected.
1: So I'm going to interrupt here because normally we save a, an unpaid commercial for later on, but you just kind of hit on what I know is going to be that. You set me up perfectly here to interrupt. So I'm going to just derail it all. You mentioned Lissandro's, and we had talked beforehand, mentioned that we do an unpaid commercial every week. So can you tell me what food and what day you should be ending up at Lysandro's?
2: My absolute favorite day is at lunch on a Tuesday or Thursday. I get a half an order of rigs. With a one in one, which is one meatball and one piece of sausage. Okay. And, uh, and really, a half an order is plenty. Gotcha. Uh, gotcha. It's the, the, I feel the best sauce I've had.
1: Perfect. And then, wow. if I remember correctly, it's a, a bring cash kind of joint, right?
2: Absolutely. They do have a, a ATM there, but uh, you, you'll want to bring cash.
1: Okay. Perfect. Well, I, I recommend that everyone who's tuning in right now run down to Losandros on Tuesday or Thursday. The podcast goes out on Monday, but. You know, wait till tomorrow or whenever you catch it and get the rig. Absolutely. Now I'm going to back off. I've done that. So it's on
0: my list. I got it. All right. So we asked uh, Jesse Anderson last week, um, Jim, when she was on the podcast, um, you know, what she would say, and I will ask you the same thing, you know, what would you say to a, a person, say like Lucas is graduating from grad school, someone's getting out of college or looking to switch jobs, uh, maybe, you know, moving on from high school and so on. And they're, they're wondering about the future, and what the Lord has for them. Um, what would you, what advice would you give them at this point, that stage of their life?
2: I think it's important
0: that we keep our,
2: an open mind in an open heart. And I know for me, it's a daily prayer that that the Lord's will would be done and just watching for those open doors. and, And sometimes our career paths don't follow our educational path. Yeah. You know, there, there's a purpose. Yeah. And, if, and Sometimes we don't see that bigger picture. When I, as I said, going back to when I decided to retire um, from my first 30 years at the sheriff's office, I thought that was going to be my my last job at the mission. Uh, yeah, mm-hmm. Just allowing the Lord to speak to you through others. Yeah. <laughs> We know through prayer, we know through um, scripture that he speaks to us. He also speaks to us through people and circumstances and uh, situations.
0: Sure does. And and right, remaining open to how God might lead down the road. You don't know what he has. It could be something wonderful. That's great.
2: In- We talked a little bit about the Christian worldview and um, earlier, you know, the study with Centurions program and Chuck Colson. And, you know, that's one of the things we talked a lot about there is watching the Lord work in all different areas. And I think we often think even our, our missions field, we we often think of having to go someplace, but uh, the Lord opens up mission fields for us in our workplaces. So often.
0: Mm -hmm, mm -hmm, Absolutely. All right. Well, let me pray for us as we begin to wrap things up here. This is excellent. Well, heavenly father, I, I pray for each of us today, um, as we continue to seek your your best for our lives, Lord, that you would continue to steer us and lead us. Um, help us to remain open to your leading and, and however you you lead, Lord, if it's through your word, through circumstances uh, or through others and what they would speak into our lives. We, we pray that we would be open and responsive to the things, and plans that you have for us, for your kingdom and for your glory. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.
1: Mr. Quattrone, it was great to have you on. It was great to get to talk a little bit, uh, not in a professional sense with you uh, <laughs> or any of the people under you. Uh, and thanks to everyone who tuned in to listen today. It was great to have them as well. Um, if anyone feels like this might benefit someone in their life, I would encourage you to go ahead and share it to them uh, with whatever podcast platform you're listening on. You can also like, comment, rate, subscribe. It's it's different on every platform, but we would love to have you do that. And uh, you can also check out our Sunday morning services at Hillcrest if you're curious more about the church. They're at 8.45 and 11 a.m. in person, and then those times are online, as well as 7 p.m. online. You can go to Facebook or YouTube at Hillcrest Jamestown. That's right. Hey, thanks for being with
0: us today, everybody.
1: Have a great day.